0: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Pastor Adam's Podcast. In Espanol, my nickname is El Tigre Chino. Ah! Because my knowledge will bite her face off. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Pastor Adam's Podcast. And you dig it. You were serious about that? All right, we're here Saturday at last. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, Wanted to start off with something. Spotify. I like Spotify a lot. By the way, you can find uh, this podcast on on Spotify. If you didn't know, now you know. Go subscribe or hit that little heart button, whatever it is. Um, but I like Spotify. Now, as a musician, I understand uh, you don't get paid much from Spotify. They pay you, like, fractions of cents on the play. I get it. It's the evil empire to musicians. But as a music listener, it is fantastic. I love it, and I find all sorts of new music I'm not the one that just sits there and listens to all my favorites all the time. No, I want to hear something new all the time. So I subscribe to New Release Friday, where they uh, they send me all the new songs that come out, and I they give rock, uh, alternative folk, uh, country, and um, Christian, which I've kind of my preferences, you know. Sometimes I get some wacky ones in there, but that's fine. I want to hear some stuff. I want to grow as music listener i want to get you know i just want to know what's out there except for the rap is garbage like i used to like rap hip-hop and all that but now it's just not it's not good anyways so love the release radar that's what it's called release radar um but then on so that's fridays on mondays i subscribe to discover weekly Ooh, discover discovering new music now for the first Uh, Year and a half Discover Weekly has been So good because It doesn't give me like just new songs or anything like that It gives me deep cuts of maybe Bands I've never heard of Like there's a lot of the different things that it gives me Where I'm like okay now out of the like 30 songs that they give me Maybe I like five but that's good You know I, I like it I like it But lately Discover Weekly has been Offending me because it's giving me songs that, like, of course I know. Like, for instance, this last Friday, no, this last Monday, Discover Weekly. Uh, they they put Ballroom Blitz by Sweet. Yeah, of course I know that. Sister Christian by Night Ranger. Who hasn't heard that? Who's dis- who's just discovering Sister Christian? I guess the younger generation or whatever. Uh, Steve Miller's Jetliner. Y- yeah. Nazareth's Hair the Dog. Do you even know me, Spotify? Of course I know these. I am a music aficionado, a historian. I know these things, and you're, like, you putting that on there, it's like, you don't know nothing about music. How dare you, Spotify? How dare you? But then here's the thing. They put on there this, this past week. Now, this was also on release radar, so new releases, November Rain 2022. And I listened to it, and I'm like, to "November Rain, 2022 sounds exactly like November Rain from 1991." I hear nothing different, but still, the fact that you think that I'm just gonna discover November Rain, come on, man, it's 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 sad. But speaking of Guns N' Roses, listening to November Rain had me thinking, had the old gears moving. And it made me ask this question about Guns N' Roses. Are Guns N' Roses the most overrated band ever? (gasps) How dare you say something against Guns N' Roses? I know that that's being said right now. People are losing their minds because I just uttered those words. Is Guns N' Roses the most overrated band? But I want you to hear me out. So let's let's just look at the... The discography of Guns N' Roses. Okay, so we have their debut album, Appetite for Destruction. It's a classic. Could be, it absolutely could be the greatest debut album of all time. It could be. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying the argument can be made that it is the greatest. But what everybody knows, it is one of the greatest of all time. I give you that. I love it, it's fantastic I remember first getting that album and been like, it changed my world so good, loved it still love it most people still love it if you don't love Appetite, something wrong with you but then the follow up song or the follow up album is Lies how's that? you like that? now I know it. it had patience on it like that, it's a good song we love that song but that whole album one good song moving to the city was pretty good but it's just okay right okay so then uh we have use your illusions one and two now both albums they're good there's some good songs in there i mean november rain's in there we all like november rain that's probably the biggest hit from both of those those albums they also had singles of don't cry you could be mine and I think Civil War was kind of like a borderline hit. It's kind of like, an eh. And uh, there's also a couple covers on there that were good Living, Let, Die, and Knocking on Heaven's Door. But was Use Illusions 1 and 2 anywhere near Appetite for Destruction? I think we all agree it wasn't. There was a lot of fanfare, a lot of hype about a double album release. I remember that. everybody talking about it. They hyped up that release. And, and you know, it's those are not bad albums. They're good. They're good albums. But, like I said, nowhere near Appetite for Destruction. Okay, so what's their follow-up to Use Your Illusions 1 and 2? It was a covers album called The Spaghetti Incident. And guess what? Nobody likes that album. It's not good. It's not good. There was no hits. It was just, oh, The Spaghetti Incident? People probably bought it, listened to it once or twice, tossed it. Not great. But then we have a 15-year hiatus where the band breaks up, Axel puts together a new band full of bunched bunch entirely new people, and then after 15 years of wondering what's happening with Guns N' Roses, they release Chinese Democracy. Now, truth be told, I liked the album. I thought it was pretty good. But, again, nothing even close to the level of, of even Use Your Illusions 1 and 2 like those were better albums than Chinese Democracy and if we even compare it to Appetite it's not even close it's not even the same ballpark not even the same league right different so after that album we wait another bunch of years and then suddenly the original line, well mostly original lineup is back and they go and tour And they tour for a while. I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years. Who knows? It seems like they've been touring forever. Uh, And only released two new songs since then. So one uh, was a retread from Chinese Democracy. Same music, but changed lyrics. Maybe a different solo here or whatever. And that was called Absurd. And the other was Hard School. And that was a new, totally original one. But guess what? Those songs aren't very good. Yet, year after year, Guns N' Roses are at the top of the touring world rankings, breaking in bazillions of dollars from people who really only want to hear the songs from Appetite and a few thrown in from the Illusions album. It's true. They're living off of one and a half albums. And that screams, to me, overrated. And I remember just driving, thinking about it. I'm like, people love Guns N' Roses. They have them as rock royalty. But they're kind of overrated. Now, trust me, I still like Guns N' Roses. I love Appetite. Who doesn't? And I I even like some of the B-sides from Illusions and Lies and Chinese Democracy. But I'm just tired of them being hailed as one of the greatest bands of all time. Because they aren't. I said it. I said what I said, and I mean it. There are other bands that have a better, more consistent discography than than Guns N' Roses. And they came around the same time as them. Like, here's the thing. Recently, there was the Arena Tour with uh, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Poison. And... I'd say that there's a case to be made that they, all three of those bands have a more consistent like discography than Guns N' Roses. There's more hits on each album. It's a, it's better albums in total. They don't have the big clunkers like the Spaghetti Incident. Now, these bands are still big bands, right? That that people paid tons of money to go see this big arena tour. But they're not even considered on the 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 range of Guns N' Roses to, to most of the world. I mean, if you think about Van Halen, I don't think that people think Van Halen was... I, I I think that a lot of people put Guns N' Roses ahead of Van Halen. That's crazy. Van Halen has so many albums that are great. They, they are consistent through two different eras now they did have the bad one with the uh, gary Sharon i get it i get it it was bad but one com- with all the other ones um what about like in the heavier type of thing pantera was so good every album fantastic they but they're not even in the same ballpark as is what people think of guns and roses because of the one big album Appetite for destruction, and if we're being real nitpicky, it's really just "Welcome to the Jungle," "Sweet Child of Mine," and "Paradise City." That's 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 what this, those three songs. It really is. It's crazy, and, I, and I'm like, am I going to be the first to voice this opinion? Am I going to be the first to get the backlash? Probably, but the more you think about it it's like really you had one killer album and then you're just going to ride that for the rest of your lives because if we're being honest i mean let's let's put our honest hats on if cuz there's been a lot of talk over the last couple of years the slash and and duff and axel that they're writing some new music so And it's not going to come out for probably another year or two, if it does. I mean, they love to wait 15 years in between doing things. But let's say they come up with a new album. Do we really think it's going to be good? Because I don't. Uh, I think it's just going to be these dudes. I mean, for sure, everybody's going to listen to it because they're, oh, what new Guns N' Roses? They're waiting for the next Appetite. There's not going to be another Appetite. Appetite for Destruction happened in 1987, and that was their peak. And that's fine. There's many bands whose debut albums are the best because here's the thing about your debut album. You have your whole life up into that point to write these songs and make these great albums. But then once you hit that fame, now you only have a year and a half, two years to make your next album, and that's hard to do. So there's no... I would never think a band comes out with the best album ever their first and then they can't live up to that. I get it. it. It's impossible. You had your... you had. 18-20 18-20 years to write that first album but then a year and a half, two years. It's it's pretty hard. Now there, there are bands that make better albums two, three, four, which is even crazier to me. But I would never look down on someone for making their first album their best. But it's just I think we just have to be honest. We have to, to accept that Guns N' Roses Overrated. Now, I ask the question, are they the most overrated band in the world? That's something I can't answer. I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards maybe. Maybe because I'm trying to come up with a band that is more overrated. I can't really do it. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. A lot of people throw this around. You know what band gets the most hate? And that's Nickelback But they sell millions of albums every time they release one So people are buying it They're, they actually There's a lot of people who love Nickelback I don't hate Nickelback the way most people do uh, I like a couple of their songs But here's the thing when When I've listened to a whole Nickelback album It all sounds the same to me It's like the same thing which if people like that, like people say that about ACDC, one of my favorite bands. Every song sounds the same. okay, I happen to love the way that sounds. So if you're a Nickelback fan, you may love the way that they sound. That's fine. Um, People would probably throw them in the overrated category, but but, I mean, at least they're consistent. They consistently release music. They consistently do new things and and tour. Uh, They don't live off of one album. That's for sure. Now, I know that what I'm leading to is crazy talk that that I might be putting Nickelback on the same level as Guns N' Roses, but Nickelback hasn't written an appetite for destruction. They haven't even written a Use Your Illusions one or two. I'm not saying that. They're nowhere near as good as, in my opinion, as Guns N' Roses, but I'm just saying that's one of the bands people throw out there into the uh, overrated category. So that's kind of where I'm at not that anybody cares maybe you do maybe you don't i'd love to see some comments though or you know email me it uh nah don't email me i don't want to get that hate yeah that's not good you could tweet at me though at it's underscore pastor underscore adam uh that's uh twitter and instagram you do that you should follow me if you haven't done that either uh let me know what you think are, are, is the most overrated band maybe one day we'll get to the most underrated I already have my underrated band of the the century, decade, millennium whatever that's need to breathe, we know that they should be the most gigantic band ever, but they're not because that for some crazy reason um yeah, so I'm gonna leave it at that this could be a little bit of a shorter pod for today, but uh We got a lot going on. I got a lot to do. So I'll see you next Wednesday for the next devotional. Have a good one.